to play in the Super Bowl against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Turn handle in left side. Finds a little bit of a hole, keeps his leg moving. He's across the 40, midfield, 45, he's on the run winch. 40, pushes the man, 35, look at him go. He's down to 20, 15, he could go. He is going to go. Touchdown, Seahawks. Oh, my word. A 67-yard run. Marshawn Lynch, unbelievable. The beast is alive and well. Wide receivers to either side. Russell takes the snap. He drops back. He's going to throw down the middle. He's got a man. Come on. It has been decided, maybe since the safety in the first quarter. 12, they're bringing the trophy home. Your Seahawks, Super Bowl 48 champion. Ladies and gentlemen, Seahawks and football fans everywhere, a very warm welcome back to the We Talk Seahawks podcast. I hope you're all doing well. We've got something a little bit different tonight. We're kicking off a brand new segment that we're all very excited about here at the We Talk Seahawks podcast. It's an avenue of our pod that we haven't really delved into other than random little flurries uh, of rants or praise during our podcast about, oh, he did really well for me in fantasy this week. Uh, we all love fantasy. We're all massive fantasy players. So we thought, well, surely it would make sense to, to introduce a brand new fantasy segment. Um, and we found the perfect partner to do that with. Uh, who we'll introduce to you very soon. Uh, but as always, I do have one of my right-hand man with me. Uh, Mitch, how are you doing, Mitch? Very good. Yeah, very good. Um, I've been loving fantasy football the last few weeks. Um, I've been using uh, Gurmeet's app, which is the um, fantasy game day app, um, a lot for that, as well as our fantasy uh, leagues that we've been uh, that we picked pre-season and we've been doing as a as a Discord channel and a and a podcast as well. But um, uh, who doesn't want to put a few pennies on uh, on a on a one week uh, you know fancy draft and and um, try and win something? So yeah, been been massively into fancy this year more so than ever I think uh, this year with with our Discord and um, podcast uh, fancy leagues going so well. So yeah, really good and uh, and loving fancy this, this year. Super. Well, as Mitch has alluded to there, we do have this perfect partner to join us to produce these pan, uh, fantasy podcasts with. Uh, that is Fantasy Game Day app, and we do have Gurmeet from the Fantasy Game Day app with us tonight, and hopefully for most weeks going forward for the rest of the season as we make this a regular occurrence. Uh, Gurmeet, firstly, how are you, mate? Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having us on. Not a problem at all. Um, how are we doing? Yeah, very good. Thank you for that introduction. You're more than welcome. You're more than welcome. Um, so you're obviously one of the, the founders of Fantasy Game Day. Um, just tell us a little bit about sort of who you are, what sort of your your, your background in the NFL and, and, and where the idea for this fantasy app has come from. Yeah, sure. So I'm one of the uh, three co-founders of Fantasy Game Day. And uh, put simply, we're a, a daily um, fantasy football app um, exclusively for fans who are aged over 18 in the UK. And we launched six weeks ago. So um, we've spent the past nearly two years now developing this app, um, but we just launched for the 2023 season. And a little bit different, um, you alluded to earlier about season long redraft leagues. 
uh, we're, we're, we're weekly, we're daily. So every Sunday um, you get a, a, a team of, um, of eight players and you hopefully see them uh, racking up some fantasy points. But whereas in a season long league, you're stuck with them the following week. And if they get injured, they're still there. But with our uh, game, you every week is a, a fresh slate and um, you then start the process again the following week and pick a new team. And um, you, you pay £7.50 to, to enter our competition. And so tell us a little bit about sort of the, because there's an interesting sort of unique thing that you do differently that I, I haven't seen an, another fancy kind of product offer. And that's the captain sort of situation. So obviously you pick a captain each week and that scores you double points. Yeah, that's right. We wanted, we know that as the NFL is growing so fast in the UK, we wanted to appeal to the established fans. But also as we introduce new fans who perhaps have played a lot of Premier League football uh, fantasy, they'll be really familiar with the captain's idea. Um, the captain gets you double points. So we thought it's a nice bridge between the NFL and and Barclays Premier League. So yeah, as you say, um, you, you pick one player who's your captain and double points. And what we've seen this season, um, I think I read a statistic that the amount of players scoring like 50 fantasy points a week has happened more times in six weeks than it has over the past eight years. So it's been completely bonkers what's been happening. We've seen yeah. guys like Jamar Chase putting up 50 points already. It's it's amazing. And when that happens, you've got a great chance of uh, of, of having a winning lineup. Oh, just want to point out that he absolutely didn't put up 50 this week. So, yeah. Well done, Mitch. Good plug. Good plug. Yeah. <laughs> I set so, you up for that one. You, you did. did. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. That was an open and goal. Um, that was an open goal. And of course, against the Seahawks and your fantastic corners. But uh, also very unlikely that someone can put up 50 points uh, two weeks in a row in fantasy football. Oh, um, so once people are signed up to the app and, and, and are in there, walk us through or walk them through how they kind of go about putting a team in and, and, and how they pick the teams for each week. Yeah, sure. So as I said earlier, you pay £7.50 to enter one lineup. We've uh, limited it to five lineups per week uh, for the reason being that we want people to enjoy it socially. We're a social betting platform, so we don't want people to spend beyond their means. And um, and also we don't want people putting so many teams in that they dominate the leaderboard. And and we've, we've sort of seen what, what can happen with other platforms and, and ours is slightly different. Um, so as you say, you have a captain's uh, position, you choose one quarterback, two running backs, a couple of wide receivers, your flex and tight end. And um, yeah, it, you repeat that process every week, hopefully. Yeah, absolutely. Now, fancy game day, Gurmy, all the guys there have been extremely kind to us and we have been offered a referral code for all of our lovely listeners or whoever, our new listeners, whoever you are, you can free to use it if you head to fancygameday.app. So head to that web address. Download the app, whether you're on Android or iPhone, just it's the suitable app store. Get the app downloaded. Once you've signed up and created uh, an account with Fancy Game Day, if you enter your first week, obviously, as Gomit said, for £7.50, enter your first lineup and you will get free token, a free entry token on the house, completely free entry for, for another game day week or, or another lineup that you want to add in that same week, um, completely free on the house. Um, so we, we we implore you to do it because it is a load of fun. We've already had a load of fun doing it on this podcast um, so, and we can't wait to crack on now uh, for, the, for the rest of the season. Hence why we're going to start talking about fantasy players 
right now and we're going to start with the main guys the signal callers as we walk through our little kind of structure for these episodes we're going to go position by position quarterback tight end running back wide receiver cover them all guys that we like guys that maybe are banker picks that we like guys that are maybe more valuable more sleeper picks that that might not cost you as much might not break the bank but might score you very good points in this one week um so we're going to start with quarterback i'll go first a bit of a, a bit of an eyebrow raiser I've gone with, but I've looked at the kind of team that he's playing, um, and that is Jordan Love, six thousand three hundred pounds is 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 his price tag. Obviously, I think is Patrick Mahomes top of the bracket this week at about eight eight thousand four hundred, is he? So. One hundred Mahomes, yeah. Yeah, so just just short of two thousand pounds cheaper than, than than Patrick Mahomes. Obviously, you've got a budget of forty thousand pounds to work with here to cover all your position groups. So you have to spread your money around wisely. And I'm looking at Jordan Love, and I'm thinking that is potentially spreading my money around wisely. Obviously, the Denver Denver Broncos defense is arguably the worst, if not the worst, at, at defending quarterbacks uh, and just defending in general this season. Um, so Jordan Love going up against them. Obviously, they're coming. I think they're coming off the bye week, aren't they? They're coming back off a off a week off. So hopefully they'll be a bit fresher. And it's just a matchup that I like. Uh, I think the the Packers all line will will stop the Denver D line getting to Jordan Love. He'll have time to hit his targets. And I think for the money that he's costing you, he is is potentially that in that kind of sort of. 18 to, to 24 maybe point range that, that that would score you well enough for, for a quarterback to, to to feel justified for picking him so I like I like Jordan Love for my quarterback what do you think Mitch? Uh, for me I'm going to pick an old enemy actually I'm going to go Jared Goff I oh. think he's been a picture of consistency so far this year um, constantly racking up sort of uh, 18 to 22 scores each week on the app and um, £5,700 as a price is a very, uh, very good sort of value standpoint there, I think, for, for your quarterback position. Um, and also playing the Baltimore Ravens, that's going to be a shootout for me. I think we'll see a high scoring game. There's plenty of, of good wide receivers in that um, in that Lions core. I think Jared Goff feasts in that game. The Lions are going to feast. Jared Goff's going to win you the game. Okay, okay, I like it. Gurmy, obviously, we'll make it clear you don't actually play the game, obviously, with yourself being one of the owners. Uh, so you're coming at this from a, uh, just a purely fantasy fan perspective, what you would do, what you are doing in your other fantasy leagues, potentially. Um, in terms of our two picks and your pick, what, what are you thinking at the quarterback position? If you'd said Goff a week ago, I would have thought, oh, tough away game, not sure. I've seen all those statistics about Goff and how he supposedly struggles away. But... Um, I think last week away to Tampa Bay, uh, he dispelled some of those myths. So, yeah, that sounds like a great choice. Um, he's got loads of weapons without um, David Montgomery as well. There's not going to be much, much of a run game, so he might they might lean on Goff even more. I've picked Stafford, Matt Stafford, 6,100. And I might raise a few eyebrows. I'll tell you my thinking. Um, Cooper Cup is a main reason he's looking absolutely brilliant since he's come back um, and of course he's got Puka but also um, Kyron Williams is out mm. um, his understudy Ronnie Rivers is out so they've got uh, I think they've got Miles Gaskin, Royce Freeman and Zach Evans who's played just a few snaps in the NFL so they might have to put the ball in Stafford's hands he's not been he, he's been good you know by NFL standards by fantasy production he's not put up big numbers but I've got a sneaky feeling on uh, on Stafford this week. 
Interesting. None of us have gone breaking the bank there. That's interesting. Not no Patrick Mahomes, none of those kind of stuff. We've all gone for maybe a bit more of a value pick at the quarterback position. I think Mahomes at eight thousand one hundred is is a lot of your budget going on one player. And as you said, um, you've got forty thousand pounds to spend on eight players. So that's an average of five thousand per man. Eight thousand one hundred on Mahomes. It's pricey. Even though I've got a shirt behind me. <laughs> Yeah, notice, yeah, notice. Um, Adams as well there, as well, potentially getting traded, maybe linking up with Mahomes, maybe. Oh, if if Mahomes gets Devontae, wow. It's over, isn't it? It's, it's just over. <laughs> that, that, that third Super Bowl ring is uh, is going to be in Mahomes' oh. hand, I think. Frightening, absolutely frightening. Um, running backs, then, as we move on to the other position on the offence, uh, one of the other positions on the offence. So we'll start with the two main guys at running back um, that fill our, our main positions. I'm trying not to be biased here. I, I have a feeling Mitch is probably going to pick this guy as well, but that so, is just it, just, it just is Ken Walker. Um, I mean, the, the Cardinals are just a, a, an absolute disgrace at defending the run. Um we all know that the Seahawks had a pretty terrible week last week. There's some demons that need to be exercised on offense. And what better team, what better NFC West rival uh, to, to go and exercise those demons on? And, and I say that Ken Walker still had 60 odd yards and a touchdown on Sunday. So he, he maintained his kind of elite stairs when, when the offense crumbled around him. Um, but I just look at that matchup and I go, I, I can just see Ken going for easy in that kind of 100 to 130 yards, two touchdowns kind of range, um, or at least I hope he does. 6,100 is, is kind of up that upper echelon of running back, but as he should be, uh, I think he'd be worth every every penny you spend of your budget on Ken Walker this week. I can see him scoring big, big double-figure points. Mitch, I'm presuming that you've gone with Ken Walker. I'll be disappointed if you haven't. No, I, I no, I have, and for the same Good. reasons that you that, that you've mentioned, really. So I'll pick I'll pick someone else that's made it into um into some of my lineups. I've gone I've got pretty excited this week and made five lineups already. So uh, <laughs> I can tell you, Ken Walker made it into all five. So if you need if you need any kind of voting of confidence into what you've just said, there it is. Um, but someone who's also made it into multiple lineups for me is Brian Robinson Jr. Um, from Washington and lining up this week against the Giants I think that's that is looking good um averaging 14 points a week has the tendency to get red hot in some games is a real red zone threat as well there's touchdown potential there I think um three touchdowns in in their first six games so you know that that's a guy who represents really good value as well still after a number of good weeks 4500 for uh, Robinson Jr that is uh, a really good look I think. Gurmit, mm. what's your thoughts on that? I'm absolutely delighted that neither of you have uh, mentioned this <laughs> one. Um, because I was thinking if you do, I have to come up with someone else. Um, Jonathan Taylor, 3,700. And I'll wow. tell you my reasoning with that. I know that Zach Moss has been playing lights out. Zach Moss has been fantastic. But I read stuff today saying that they're going to increase JT's workload. And the last time I heard about a running back workload increase, it was um, Brees Hall. And they did increase it. So sometimes these coaches do uh, tell the truth. Mm -hmm. um, if they increase JT's share to even 65%, at 3,700, it's a smash. He's mm -hmm. awesome. And he's, he's, he, he's back. So um, if I was picking a lineup, he'd be in there. Interesting. Inter on, on your point about uh, Brian Robinson, I just feel like 
I'd be wary of him this week because of his handicap and that's Antonio Gibson just slightly getting an uptick in his production over the last couple of weeks. Certainly fantasy points wise, he's starting to score that kind of 10, 11 points now. So I'm just a little bit worried that his kind of handcuff is, is starting to become a little bit tighter. Um, my other option that I've gone for at running back um, is Isaiah Pacheco. He's another guy that I like for the Chiefs, £4,900 um, against the Chargers. Another kind of bottom tier defence against the run. Not not completely horrendous, I think, on, on your IPA fantasy game. They, they've got um, ranked at 21 at defending the run. Um, so it's not great. And, and we know Pacheco is is is, is liable to, to having big games. Um, he's always a running back that's just kind of a bit like Ken just consistently plays well and scores well in fantasy. Um, even if he doesn't score you 20 odd points, like Ken has the potential to do, he pretty consistently scores you that 12 to 16 point range, 15 point range. And for 4,900, I think he's really good value as well this week. Any other running backs that we like? Just on the point, sorry, of um, Pacheco, we play PPR. So mm. you get one point for every reception. And he's now being involved in the passing game. I think he had half a dozen receptions last week. So, yeah, Pacheco's a great shout. He looks, another again, the eyeball test, he passes it. He looks really good when he runs. And he's got Mahomes giving him the ball. It's a great shout. Love it. James, did you call him bottom tier? How did you word it when you said Pacheco? You said something and I thought, that was so mean for a for a Super Bowl winning running back. I, I thought call Pacheco bottom, bottom tier. tier. What? I said you the said... Chargers were bottom tier. Oh, okay, okay, fine, fine, fine. Okay, sorry, I take How it back. Dare you I take put it. Words I t- in my mouth. No, sorry, that, that's my fault for not listening to you. Um, I'm also going to give a shout out to James Cook. I think there's a matchup there against the New England Patriots. Patriots can't stay on the field. Patriots aren't, aren't consistently scoring points. Cook's been good in recent weeks. Uh, he represents good value again. Three thousand nine hundred. Um, look. Any any time you play the um, the Patriots this season, you're gonna you're gonna look at your weapons and think they're gonna see a 25% uptick in in productivity because Patriots just don't put up enough resistance at the moment to to sort of keep you off the field and stop you scoring. So um, yeah, James Cook again is another good shot. James Cook, the explorer himself, exploring how how to get in the fancy <laughs> points this week. I like it. Um, <laughs> let's move on. To that. that was an awful pun. I do apologise. Uh, we'll move on to wide receiver. Um, I think this is where I, I introduce my value pick of the week. And spoiler alert, I'm going quite Packers heavy this week. And that's Romeo Dobbs, 3,100. Um, again, against another Denver defense that we've already mentioned, they're just absolutely basket cases this year. Um, we, we, we don't we don't take any pleasure in that at all. Disclaimer as a as Seahawks fan, we, we don't do we, Mitch? We're not we're not bitter. We're not you know we don't Absol- absolutely not. No, well pointed out. Good disclaimer. Um, very convincing. Um, <laughs> But no, Romeo Dubs for me, just to sneak over £3,000, I think he's an excellent shout. Um, he's averaging 12.36 fantasy points per game on the fantasygameday.app. Uh, so for 3100 I mean, I, I don't see much better value than that at the wide receiver position this week. Um, so he's my value pick. He's one of my receiver picks for this week. Mitch, who are you liking? Um- I'm going to defer the kick to Gurmy because I've gone before him every time and he runs <laughs> he runs the gauntlet and, and, and watches me call his guy so he can go first. Um, for me, Terry McLaurin at 3,900. Have I taken yours? It literally was my guy. That's so funny. <laughs> That's so funny. Enjoy. Enjoy McLaurin. Um, you probably for the same reason that you are going to say he's always good against the Giants. And if anyone is looking out for a budget quarterback wide receiver stack sam howe might be a cheeky one as well 
Um, mm-hmm. He five thousand five hundred somehow to 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 pair him with McLaurin um, is a good one. He's McLaurin and also Jahan Dotson. I don't know what's happened to him this season. He mm. d- he looked great last year. Um, he's not getting any any receptions. He's not getting any love uh, from from the, from his quarterback. So yeah, Terry McLaurin would be my guy. Interesting. Again, like like Brian Robinson for Mitch. The only the only thing that would put me off McLaurin is that handcuff of Curtis Samuel. That's the only thing. I know I, I know it's probably a little bit ironic that I picked Dubs and obviously they've got um what's what's his face? I can't even what's his name? Um Watson. Christian Watson, Christian Watson yeah. Um so they've got a few handcuffs on that team as well, but um I think Dubs is, is a bit cheaper, so you can risk it a bit more. McLaurin, it's quite a higher price tag. Curtis Samuel, uh, I, I don't know, I don't know. But I, hey, I, uh, Tony McLaurin has every chance to score on big points as he always does um, so I think it's, it, it is still a safe pick he will still score you good points it's just you know that 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 hiding to cough is sort of looming in the background um, Mitch yeah so having having deferred I'm regretting that deeply um, <laughs> but it was in the interest of fairness so um, look at, looking at a lot of my lineups actually I've gone McLaurin in a few of them Um but I've also taken Pittman Jr. And I know that line, that, that matchup against Cleveland's not the best one he'll get. Um, but he's still averaging averaging 15 points a week. He's 2,900. It's an absolute steal, by the way, uh, averaging 15 points a week. Cleveland are really good at stopping the run. Not necessarily the best through the air. So, And also, if you look at the, the teams he's put points up against this week, he hasn't needed an easy matchup to score points. You know, he's he's done it against pretty much everyone he's faced. So um, at 2,900, if you're struggling, if you're struggling to pick your last guy with your leftover change, 2,900 on Pittman is a great shout, I think. Mm, interesting. I like Josh Downs as well from the Colts. Yeah. I think he's an interesting player. Um, again, in that kind of 2,000 price range, um, start to score bigger points, started to get an uptick in his role in that slot. Potentially, maybe a better option than Pittman in terms of, I'm just thinking, will the underneath be more open than the deep shots against a, a Browns defence? Yeah, possibly. Maybe, possibly. Um, so that's definitely one in play. Another guy I like is Drake London for just over £4,100. Um Again, very hit and miss, so he is a risky player. Um, you've seen his production sort of go right down to the basement all the way to the top this season already. Um, but I'm, I'm looking at that Tampa Bay defence. He's he scored touchdowns, I think, in the last two weeks at least in in, in, in both games. Played well um, in, in, in the recent weeks. Desmond really starts to form a bit more of a connection with him. So I like London going into that, uh, into that Buccaneers matchup. Is there any other receivers that are, that are on our lips? I've got one, um, Hollywood Brown, in in the match against the Seahawks. Um, obviously, the Seahawks being such a wonderful team, uh, you, you, you're going to get a big lead against the Cardinals. <laughs> um, Love that. Last week, um, Dobbs kept on missing Hollywood Brown on uh, on some plays, and he had a poor game. I think he he's he's a bounce back candidate. And he's very much the alpha in that offense. Uh, Four thousand one hundred, same price as Tyler Lockett and Drake London. Um, I think he's a sneaky good one this week. I think like you say I think the Cardinals are probably going to be forced to put the ball in the air a bit more. Hopefully, if it all goes to plan, you know they'll abandon the running game pretty quickly or whatever running game they'll they'll they'll, they'll be able to produce. Um, so you, you would have to think that. Marquise Brown will be targeted, you know, quite heavily in this game. So that's a good shout. Mitch, any love for JSN this week? 
Yeah, I was I was actually going to say before we move off the wide receivers, we should probably take a look at the um, the value on offer with the, with our our beloved Seahawks. And mm. I think so much so much of how well those guys do this week is going to depend on how we react with our play calling, because we looked a little bit devoid of of creativity in in especially in the red zone, um, which you probably could extend to a lot of our first. Um, five games of the season because a lot of our red red zone touchdowns have been Ken Walker from less than five. So there seems to there seems to have been a lack of confidence throwing in short yardage yardage situations in the red zone. If we if we um dial it back a little bit, play a bit of play action, you know, get guys on the move, get Gino moving, take whatever comes up, we'll start seeing those those completions to JSN, to to DK Metcalf, to Tyler Lockett. Um if they do that this game, which I think they will, I think they'll try and get that rolling immediately against against the the cards. I think we'll see bigger bigger games than we've seen recently for our wide receivers, and possibly more red zone sort of um, targets for them. So um, they're looking like great value. The price on them seems to be creeping down because of um, those those issues we've had. Um, and I don't think we're looking at a big game. So all all signs seem to point at. Um, Seattle's receivers for for value as well. They haven't been the names we've necessarily plucked out, but they're definitely worth worth considering this week. Um, mm. On on JSN, we're seeing an upward trend with him now. We're seeing him targeted in more JSN like areas rather than behind the, the the line of scrimmage and put up a screen and towards the end of his route when he's you know nearly at the t- you know nearly at the sideline and getting him on an out route or whatever. So um, He's better utilized now, and I think his his price tag has diminished to a point where you can start taking a punt on him at that value, and uh, it's all upside from from that that price standpoint. Yeah, feels like this could be his first. As as we saw in the Bengals game, we're just desperate to give JSN a big breakout game, so we can all kind of take a collective sort of exhale of breath and and and, and sort of give him that opportunity to have that hundred yard game and just say okay we've got our first round pick his breakout game we can relax now um and it feels like the cardinals game is a is a, is a great opportunity like say a few little questionable sort of injury reports with dk and Lockett and stuff like that maybe some game time decisions come in with those two um and and, and jsn looks primed then potentially to to take over a really prominent role in the offense this week um tight ends again I'll, I'll... Just, um, just say something from a fantasy football perspective with the Seahawks. I'd love to pick your brains on this one um, because on from a fantasy football perspective, I see the Seahawks offense as being a lot of mouths to feed, you know. Mm. I remember when uh, when JSN got drafted and great from an NFL point of view that you've got so many weapons, but from a fantasy point of view, I thought, oh no, how is he going to get enough fantasy production when Metcalf and Lockett are already there mm-hmm. and I think that's we've seen that in the first six weeks of the season and I think it's reflected on his price he's 2500 like it's one of the he's one of the cheapest receivers uh, available on, on fantasy game day um, so that that does concern me from a purely fantasy football perspective that he's the third option on that offense and then that's not even uh, including Kenneth Walker who who's so dominant on the ground yeah it it, it, it's it's it, he's a real boom or bust kind of guy week to week. I think going forward now, I think at two thousand five hundred, uh, it is so tempting to just make a play on him this week. Um, but like you say, there is a lot of mouths to feed. You've got DK, you've got Lockett, um, and and for the most point, J- 
during their careers, they've largely stayed pretty much healthy. Um, so they're always available to the Seahawks. Gino has this rapport and trust with Lockett and DK that he's still building with, with JSN. So it might be a point in the season where towards the back end, the last two or three weeks, kind of last sort of last quarter of the season where JSN really starts kind of earning you fancy points. Maybe he might like have a, have a, like say a really boom with sort of week this week and then goes back to kind of tame a point scoring uh, outings for the rest of the week. But it feels like at some point it will click. He's too talented for it not to click with JSN to have a, a really prominent role in the offense. And I, and I think by the end of the season, he will be kind of that kind of averaging that sort of 10, 11, 12 points a game receiver that that uh, that we all thought he would be straight off the bat. Um, but like you say, yeah, it, it is interesting from your perspective because as fantasy players, you know, we always look for, you know, players that, that are in the great situations to draft for, for our teams. And and JSN, like like we like we said on the last pod, he, he couldn't have probably picked a worse team to join for a fantasy, fantasy perspective. And for his career perspective, he wanted to go and be the wide receiver one straight away at a team straight out of college. Um, and and he's, he's had to take sort of third fiddle role so far. And, and then that's that's without mentioning the emergence of Jake Bobo and stuff like that and he's just had a real bit of a bit of a nightmare kick after kick he's received so far but he is just too talented to to, to eventually not kind of win out and and show yeah. his value in fantasy um, i mean so- garrett wilson spoke about how jsn is the best out of him and uh wilson and alave his talent is undoubtedly is undoubtedly mm. amazing and alave went to the saints and he's the one garrett wilson's gone to the jets he's the one and jsn who's arguably better than both of them um, is his third option right now, but I, I don't question the guy's talent. He is awesome. It's scary when you think of it like that, isn't it? That we're saying JSN could be better than Garrett Wilson, and he's our wide receiver three, not even getting a look in yet. It, it's a scary thought. It's an exciting thought, but it's a frustrating thought at the same time. Um, but uh, yeah, tight ends then. Um, again, like I say, I'd, I'd alluded to kind of going a little bit Packers heavy this week, and uh, I have to say I've gone Packers again. As much as I hate them, uh, I've had I've had to go Packers <laughs> again because I found another lovely value pick in in Luke Musgrave for for three thousand one hundred. Again, I, I I feel like I've said this before on this podcast. I'm getting a little bit of deja vu, but the Denver defense is awful. Um, they're the worst defense in the league for defending against the tight ends, or at least according to Fantasy Game Day app, they are 32nd in opposition ranking against the tight end. Now, Musgrave, I know, hasn't really scored amazing fantasy points. Um, I think he's averaging just shy of seven fantasy points on on the Fantasy Game Day app. But it feels like, again, that just for one week in sort of every three, four, five weeks, he'll just have a really, really good week. And I, and I kind of feel like this is his week that he might just go and score 14 or 15 points, get a couple of touchdowns in the red zone against these Denver defences and, and just just score decent points this week. Um, so I, I, I don't know what you guys think about that, but he's, 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 he's who I'm looking at anyway. Logan Thomas for me at Washington. Um, not a name on the, on the tip of everyone's tongue. Um, but from a price standpoint, three thousand one hundred. If you if you picking your tight end last, and again you're short on on pennies at the end. Uh, good a good uh, way to spend three thousand one hundred, averaging nine and a half a week. Um, as a fairly you know he's not a household name, but nine and a half a week is not is not a you know a small amount of points for your tight end. Um, he's only one week removed from having a twenty one point week. You know, so he's got that kind of explosive game in him. Um, so yeah, and also if you look if you look at his targets versus his actual catches, it doesn't it's not dropping many. Um, 
again, that matchup against the Giants, they'll see plenty of ball. He'll get plenty of targets, not dropping the ball. Um, I expect them to score a lot of points, and he represents great value, 3,100, Logan Thomas. I like it. I like it, Gurmeet. What are you thinking with tight ends this week? It's just uh, dawned on me you would have gone with Washington players at running back, receive <laughs> one tight end. Yeah, me and James are boring. He's gone Packers. I've gone. Yeah. We're on the wrong. Are we on the wrong podcast here? I, I feel like I need Maybe. to find. <laughs> yeah, a Washington Commanders podcast for them. <laughs> I've gone with um, Mayer, the rookie tight end for the Raiders, at two thousand seven hundred. Um, quite often with fantasy football, I also like seeing who actually looks good, and he's looked. He's another player who's really impressed me the opening weeks of the season. Um, as well as him putting up fantasy points. The only issue I have with my own selection, if I can contradict myself, is I think Devante Adams is due one, uh, that guy over there, um, especially after he's come out today and started complaining that he's not getting enough of the ball. Uh, so I anticipate him to be hyper-targeted uh, this yeah. week. But still, at 2,700, um, I feel that quite a few people on fantasy game day, when I, when I look through... The, the the way they they approach the game is it's Travis Kelsey uh, I think he's th- six thousand five hundred um, or it's budget tight end that seems yeah. to be the uh, seems to be the approach so if we're going budget then yeah two thousand seven hundred that's uh, that that matches that criteria yeah it's a good point that on Devontae Adams obviously with it with those comments coming out this week or or, or today whenever it was um, it feels like if the Raiders don't want to trade him. We'll, we'll see what the. I think they'll. We'll kind of see what the Raiders want to do with Devontae Adams this week. If if he gets a diminished role again after coming up with those kind of incendiary comments, those pretty obvious comments that either get me the ball or I'm out of here kind of thing. Um, if they don't get him the ball again, that would suggest to me that the Raiders are quite happy to to trade him then. But if they if they're not sort of happy to trade him, then there's potential this week that Devontae Adams might just go off for for ridiculous points as the as the Raiders kind of try and sort of do anything to to sweeten him, do anything to make him feel better and just say, right, look, you you have all of the ball this week. So Devontae Adams is a really interesting player this week going going back to the wide receivers. Um, flex options this week, who are we thinking for for flex? I've, I've gone Josh Jacobs personally. I know he's a running back and I know he's more expensive than, than Pacheco, but I've got him in my flex. Um, again, Chicago run defense, pretty poor. Um, it's always a good battle between the Raiders and, and the Bears whenever they play. And um, and Josh Jacobs has, has been doing really, really solid work all season. Just that kind of 14 to 15 point range average. Um, just super reliable so long as he's healthy. And uh, for his price range, I'll, I'll, I'll take 15 points for, for 5,300 points. So he's my flex player this week. What what we thinking? Um. I mean, when I pick my teams on on this app, and I've given me a little test to the fact that I've I've played it extensively for the last few weeks, and I've had a lot of fun, but I've played it extensively. Um, I was I always take the same strategy. I never buy a premium quarterback. I always try and pick up a good value, good matchup um, quarterback, and get the best best value I can. I pick my my captains, which we'll come on to shortly. Um, I always look at them. You know, I try and pick the look at the top three. Uh, performing players in the league and make sure which you know whichever one of those is playing or if there's multiple pick one of those um, and then my flex player is the guy that I didn't pick as captain so for the last few weeks it's been either Hill as captain or CMC and the opposite player goes into the flex so when I go through it I do it in that order in order of the app it's pick your captain pick your quarterback and flex is second bottom so i'll go first second and then second bottom 
everything else then is just what have I got left? What's the average? And I and I fill out. So when we talk about flex from my perspective with this app, I'm looking at Cooper Cup. I'm looking at Devontae Adams. I'm looking at um, Stefan Diggs. I'm looking at these guys who are seriously consistent performers in this league. Um, and of course, that flex spot in your app um, allows the picking of a, a running back. So if I hadn't have gone Ken Walker in the running back slot, I'd seriously consider him um, in my in my flex sort of strategic position. But um, Cooper Cup's the pick for me. We touched on him earlier. He's come back in from his injuries, looking well rested, ready to go. They didn't take any risks on him. They probably gave him an extra three weeks to sit than he needed. And he's hit the ground absolutely running. Um, so Cooper Cup has to go in. For me, it's in the flex. Okay, though. Okay, Kermit, what are we thinking? Actually, I just want to pick up on that point, Mitch. Um, the, the way we've designed the game is so that you can have a team full of stars. Um, again, going to my point earlier that we're going to be having a lot of new NFL fans um, in the UK over the next few years as the NFL invests more uh, money and time into this country. Uh, so what we wanted, and it's a conscious decision, is that you can, with the budget and the way that we price players, is you can have loads of big names in there and you're not we've talked a lot about budget options tonight but actually the reality is you can have guys like Diggs and Cup in in your team um so on that note I've gone and I'm so glad you didn't name him Keenan Allen oh yeah he's just been incredible this season 6,500 um I remember a, a few weeks ago one of our winners had him as their captain and he scored nearly 100 captain points and he that was a game where he threw the he threw a touchdown as well to Mike Williams before Mike Williams got his ACL injury and um when i watched the cowboys chargers game on monday night herbert's only got eyes for keenan allen he it's it's Eckler or it's allen and um he's 31 and he's playing like he's 21 it's just inc- brilliant to see so he would be my flex choice Interesting, interesting. Some some big hitters in the flex there. Um, I like it. I like it going bold. Um, captains then. This is our double point scorers for the week, as as we've clarified. Potentially where your games are won and lost. Uh, well, not your games, but where you, maybe fancy leaderboard position is won and lost. Um, I've gone for someone we've already mentioned. Mitch has already mentioned him, and that's Cooper Cup. He's going to be my captain play or my recommended captain player for this week. Um, like I say, the Pittsburgh secondary not having a good time this year. Um, Talented, it's a, they're a weird team, Pittsburgh. Talented defense, as they always are, but just not putting it together this year. Um, so I, 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 I like that matchup. Cooper Cup, as you say, Mitch, fully healthy, fully ready to go. He's hit the ground absolutely running, as you say, and um, I, I, I feel he's he's in for another really big day. Um, as much as I hate to say it, I think he is. He's 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 an outstanding receiver, and uh, I think he's going to score outstanding points this weekend. So he would be my captain player for this week. Mitch, who are you thinking? Well, before before I tell you who I'm picking, I just want to I want to share with you. I want to sorry, I'm take Coy as always. <laughs> I I'm, I'm just going to say that um, I've talked a little bit about my approach of how I how I pick, right? And I feel like your captain is a guy that you really, really, really want to put a lot of a lot of thought into, purely because if he's scoring your points and you're looking you're looking to to top that table, you need to make sure that that the guy you're picking as your captain is going to be one of the top three scoring players that week and i can look i can look no further this i think your captain pictures picks itself honestly um stefan diggs has been a remarkably consistent wide receiver this year previous years 
And again, I mentioned earlier that the the uh, New England Patriots are a great matchup. That is a key player. Um, I, I just I just think that matchup, that player is is unavoidable. I think you've you've, you've got to really give some thought to Stefan Diggs. Yeah, I, I just a, a guy who, like you say, is, is an elite receiver and always is 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 Josh Allen's first target. You've got the Gabe Davis hand, handicap, but I, I don't think it, it matters too much with, with Stefan Diggs' production. It's never bothered him. He's always produced, um, so so Diggs is always a fairly safe player for a captain spot. Mitch, uh, Mitch Gurmies, who are you thinking? Um, just yeah, before I tell you my pick, I have actually named him earlier as well. Um, the captain pick is so important. Um, Last week, 11 managers out of 138 had Raheem Mostert. The winner, overall winner, had Raheem Mostert as captain. The week before, Jamar Chase scored 104 captain points. The winner had Jamar Chase. And I don't think two weeks ago many people had uh, much faith in the Bengals' offence. So there's only a few people who had Chase as their captain. Um, And... I'm logging this out, but there's a narrative I've got where with a wide receiver, when they come out to the press and they complain that they're not getting enough targets, they get the ball that weekend. We saw it with AJ Brown earlier this season. He had a bit of a disagreement with Jalen Hurts and Brown's now got 125 receiving yards in four consecutive games. Devontae Adams. He is my captain this week if, if, if I'm putting in a lineup. Um, I think, yeah, either he puts in up a dud and that's the risk you run or <laughs> he'll be hyper-targeted. So I'll go Devante. Interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that, Like you said, I don't think many people will pick Devante Adams for the captain this week, but I think those who do may well reap benefits of it. it, it it's either going to really work for you or it's going to backfire, isn't mm-hmm. it? It's a, it's a risky play, but hey, if you, it's go big or go home, in my opinion, with fancy with fancy stuff, and uh, I'm always in for the uh, I'm always here for the for the balls he picks. So I love Devontae Adams at captain. Um, if if think... he gets James, if he gets three points this week, please nobody message me. <laughs> <laughs> Refund. I'll edit this bit. I'll, I'll edit it. He, he I can't see it. the future. It's just a hunch. So please, <laughs> please don't DM me. Excellent. Um, well, that's all the positions covered um i hope you all enjoyed this first podcast um as i say please do go to fancygameday.app download the app once you sign up like you say use our referral code which is wtsea wtc um put that code in and your first lineup and you will get a free entry on the house and i can absolutely confirm that um so long as you have the the money and the funds available to to play these games, obviously, as we always stress when when it comes to gambling, please do only bet what you can afford. Be gamble aware, but you will be hooked. It, it, it's so fun. It, it, it's 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 just a new element, a new unique element to to the fancy game that we all love. So please do tune back in with us next week. Um, Gurmies, just a little bit of a shout out. I'll give you this chance to just kind of shout out where we can find you on uh, on social media um, and and all your stuff for, for for our followers to go and follow yourselves on social media. Yeah, please do. We're at fantasy underscore game day on Twitter or X and uh, Instagram. Um, you can feel free to to DM me as well, except if you chose Devonte Adams as your captain. <laughs> And uh, as, as you said, guys, um, if you head to www.fantasygameday.app, on the, our website is the link to Apple App Store and Google Play Store, and you can uh, you can download the app from there. 
and I hope you enjoy it. We, we want it to be fun. It's a social betting platform. Um, and as you say, it's, it's for fans in the United Kingdom only, aged over 18. And yeah, please just have fun and, uh, and, and don't spend beyond your means. So we'll be back next week, as always, to kind of review how we've done, uh, how, our, how some of our picks have done. And uh, we won't hide away from it. It's, uh, you can't hide on, the, on this podcast thing. So we'll, we'll either embrace it or, or blow our own trumpets next week. Um, and obviously we'll look forward to, to week seven as well. Um, but for now, thank you all for tuning in. As always, please do go to all the socials, Fancy Game Day and our socials if you're not already followed. Follow us up, stay tuned and go Hawks. Go Hawks.